Welcome to The Loaded Goat. I'm Aaron. And I'm Chris. Today, Opie goes from having a crush on Karen to having a crush on Thelma Lou, back to having a crush on Karen, all in the span of 25 minutes. It's a real rubber band. Yeah. We're watching, we're breaking down the rivals. Before we dive in, Christopher, any opening thoughts on this episode? You know, I would just say that uh, people and characters named Karen have had a lot of, they've had a tough couple of years. And it's nice to see a really sweet Karen uh, representing Karens in a, in a nice way in this in this episode. Yeah, it is one of those things where we have had it has been a if you if you've got the name Karen, it's uh, it's been it's been kind of tough. I mean, you know, people have you know it's been your 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 name has been used in a way describing describing you in all kinds of ways that are just you know people working out some of their frustration towards other people. And I'm I'm, I'm my heart goes out to all Karens who are having to suffer through that. It's like uh, when Lemonade came out and there was, you know, Becky with the good hair, you know, like Becky's better have had good hair. You know, it was a tough time for, for people who couldn't get hair appointments. It's kind of like when um, D- Jolene by Dolly Parton came out and there were Jolene's all across the country just basically feeling like they were being singled out for um, stealing people's spouses. Yeah. And I think that never went away. Never did. It never did. If you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're, if you're Joel, if you're Jolene's, all the Joleens out there listening right now, please know we feel for you. All right. Any any thoughts on this before we go in? Uh, only from the top. I think The Rivals is kind of an intense title for this episode. I don't think it fully fits. I agree. The, the only Rivals pers- are really Barney and Opie, but that like doesn't fully come together till the end. So I don't I don't I don't support the title of this episode. I mean, the only person that makes this a rivalry is Barney. I mean, nobody, Barney, Barney really, um, you know, but I mean, it really could, should be called Barney lets an eight-year-old get the best of him. It's really what, <laughs> it's really what we could call this. Yeah, correct. So this episode first aired on April 8th, 1963, and was written by Harvey Bullock. And we opened with Opie sitting in town trying to look nice for Karen, another schoolgirl uh, who's his age. He asks her if she got her note, and she just doesn't seem that interested in in him at all. Not even one bit. Not one bit. Yeah. Opie asks if she wants to see the jail, and you know that if you're if you're going, great. I mean, that's a you know. I think that could actually. I mean, whether you're eight or whether you're eighty, I think that's always um, that's always a way to to grab somebody. Yeah. Put me behind bars. Yeah, well, you don't have to be put behind bars, but everybody wants to see a jail. So Andy is sitting in the jail and tells Opie to go ahead and give her the tour. It has a very Barney Fife feel to the tour. I mean, oh, totally. it's so cute. It's so this yeah. is where we keep important papers. You wrote yeah. guns. You wrote yeah. cells. And then this the door is where I take out the trash <laughs> every day. <laughs> so Karen doesn't isn't really giving a whole lot of giving him a whole lot to work with. She says she needs to go get home for a piano lesson and they go outside and Opie offers to carry her books. And she says, no, thanks. They're not heavy. And she leaves. She's a strong, silent type. I, yeah, she's very self-sufficient back oh, here. And those bangs. Hilarious. They are cute. And back at the Taylor household, Opie shares that he has a huge crush on Karen and asks Andy how he can get her to like him. And I think this actually is just some very, very good advice. Andy tells him to be as nice to her as he can. And if she likes him back, that's great. And if she doesn't, he figures Opie will get over it, which is about the best advice you can give anybody into this, into dating, regardless of what age they are. Totally. I agree. Yeah. 
The next day, we find Barney and Thelma Lou walking through town. They pass Opie, who is dejected, and Barney go, and they both notice it. And Barney goes into the jail as Andy's cleaning the gun, the guns. And Barney says, "All right, Louie, drop the gun." And they have a laugh. And then Barney asks, "What's wrong with Opie?" And Andy shares that he's having his first case of being in love and being dejected. And then we probably get the funniest scene in the entire episode because he tells he, he tells Barney that he told Opie that he just should be nice. And Barney says, nice guys finish last. And then Barney tells the story of <laughs> being in love for the first time with Vicki Harms. Um, she wasn't interested and walked around stuck up because her daddy was in the civil service. <laughs> you know, those, you know, those types. Yeah. And then Vicky would take Barney's raspberry smoke home, bite off the suck, suck out all the juice, and leave them with the ice, which is just kind of like talk about that shit's so awful to yeah, do to yeah, somebody. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. I mean, you know, and Barney says he'd like to do the same thing to her now. And Andy says, if a 35-year-old man showed up at my house with a snow cone, I wouldn't even answer the door, which is just, <laughs> yeah. just so funny. I yeah. agree. Yeah, Vicky Harms was actually the name of Harvey Bullock's niece. Oh, really? She sounds yeah. like a like a sticky kid covered in, uh, <laughs> in syrup. In syrup, yeah. Later, Andy walks up and sees Opie try to do a handstand for uh, for for Karen and asks her if she can do that. And she I says, love this. Yes, but it's I don't think it's very ladylike. It just walks off. <laughs> So Thelma Lou comes up and decides to cheer Opie up. Uh, she asks Opie to help her carry her packages. And then she says she will make brownies and homemade homemade peach ice cream for him. That's uh, adore Thelma Lou. She's oh, yeah. so cute. She is so cute. And so she breaks plans with Barney and takes Opie with her. And they pass Karen, who is no dummy, and realizes, uh-oh, this guy's not going to be paying me the attention he once was. Yeah. Yeah. We go to commercial. So now that we're in the break, we're going to do the biggest school school time crushes in um, pop culture history. I think, but I think we're going to be very off on this. I don't think we're going to be on the same page because I think our age difference is going to really cut in here. But I'm going to let you go first. All right. First one, Forrest and Jenny, Forrest Gump. I guess that did start out as a high school, as a high school or a school or a school time crush. Yeah. Yeah. From when they were real little. Yeah. And then it carried on while oh Forrest less, less good. While Forrest was having brushes with greatness and Jenny was experiencing the underbelly of American society, but they do get together in the end, and that's very sweet. Yep. Yeah. Mine is Ronald Miller having a huge crush on Cindy Mancini in Can't Buy Me Love. Have you ever seen Can't Buy Me Love? Mm-mm. Okay, it's a it's very funny. It was a great little cult movie in the 80s where Patrick Dempsey plays this nerdy guy named Ronald Miller who is wanting to invest. He's basically he's made all this money mowing lawns and he's wanting to buy a telescope. And Cindy Mancini is the high school. It's just basically the captain of the cheerleaders. And she's ruined her mom's thousand dollar suit or like a thousand dollar outfit. And he offers to basically pay for her um fix the buy her a new suit for a thousand bucks if she'll pretend to go out with him for like a month and um because he says that'll make me popular and then he learns that money can buy him buy him friends but it can't buy him love (laughs) that was a great synopsis 
Thank you. Well done. I feel like you prepared for that. I didn't actually, but that's, uh, I think that that was the line on the, but that was the tagline on the box that money can buy him popularity, but it can't buy him love. Can't buy him love. Um, number four for me, Corey Matthews and Topanga's something or other from Boy Meets World. In love all through life. Keeps going and going and going. Yeah. I think I've got a similar one that I think occurred or much that just uh, that occurred earlier, but right now we're going to go with Steve Urkel and Laura Winslow from Family Matters. You're familiar with Steve Urkel, right? I am. I don't know his his girlfriend, though. Well, he's it's not his girlfriend. He's in love with the next door neighbor, Laura Winslow, who's of the Winslow family, who's the main family on Family Matters. And he's he's got a huge crush on her. And the show kind of goes in a bunch of different directions where he has an alter ego and all these things and the alter ego and dates Laura for a while. And then he gets back with her and I'm not going to even fiddle with that. But the crush was was a big was a big one. Good, good. All right. Number three, probably a miss for you. Lizzie McGuire and Ethan. I don't think he had a last name from uh, Lizzie McGuire, the show. They, uh, you know, way Lizzie always loved him. Ethan was the hot, handsome guy. She's always kind of courting him. You know, sometimes they get together, sometimes they don't. Then Gordo's in the picture, and then it's you know, it just gets complicated. I'll take your word for it. So number three for me is everyone having a crush on Linda Barrett, who's played by Phoebe Cates in The Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Got nothing. Well, if you watch The Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you'll know what I'm talking right. about. It's you know, a lot of people always think of Phoebe Cates in the Gremlins movies, but she was just a bombshell in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and everybody has a crush on her. All right. Um, number two for me, Danny and Sandy, Greece. Oh, well, I mean, that's a, that's a great one. Timeless one. We can both agree on that, that being significant. Mm-hmm. For me, number two is Samantha Baker and Jake Ryan. Um, Samantha Baker is Molly Ringwald in 16 Candles, and Jake Ryan is just the high school stud who she has a huge crush on. It was a quintessential 80s rom-com. All right. All right. This one for... Um, I'll be interested if you know this one. A little bit of a stretch. My number one is from the Broadway musical Once Once on This Island. And it is the most beautiful love story. And it's T-Moon and the Bozone Kid. I don't know what his name is. But there, you know, T-Moon makes a deal with the gods about whether or not love is stronger than death and what the heart can do. And if you can still love after death. And T-Moon makes all these different, you know pledges to take care and their life swaps of who's going to live and who's going to die. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful love story among um, kids growing up. And it ends tragically. I'm sorry to hear that. My number one is Kevin Arnold having a crush on Winnie Cooper on the wonder years. This is such a miss of conversation. So you have no idea what I'm talking about either. No, I haven't followed any of yours. I really haven't followed any of yours either. I mean, so this is just you talk about. I guess that's the thing about significant crushes that versus something like butlers or things like that. We can all agree that Alfred's a great butler, but somebody having pining for someone else, that's really all relative to what you saw growing up. It's not like I'm going to watch some movie from the 30s and say, what a great movie. What a great story about a crush. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, we tried. We tried. All right. So after the break, Barney comes into the jail and Andy's painting and he wants to take Thelma Lou to the duck pond, which I just, you know, it's so funny because I mean, it's like, it's like, like, let me just telegraph to everybody that I want to, um, I want to make out. Yeah. And it's kind of <laughs> like, why don't you just say, I'd like to go to dinner? 
And then after dinner, you can say you want to go to the duck pond. No, you got to save. You got to save twenty. You know, a proverbial thirty dollars. Uh, not taking yeah. her to uh, taking her to to uh, dinner. Well, Barney's a man on a budget. He is a man on a budget. That's for sure. So he calls, and Opie and Thelma Lou are making brownies, and Opie picks up the phone, and Barney says, "Hey, pussycat." And Barney's irritated. <laughs> Barney when Opie when Opie responds, and Barney is irritated and asks to speak to Thelma Lou. And I think Thelma Lou is just having a little fun messing with Barney. And she asks what he wants. And then Opie has to play middleman as Barney tries to ask to go to the duck pond. And Barney keeps asking. And Opie keeps asking all these innocent questions. Barney starts hanging. Barney finally gets mad and hangs up and tells Andy he shouldn't be allowed to answer the phone because he's a minor, which is just kind of hilarious. I do love it. Yeah. So later they come out of the grocery store. Then there is the line, right, where it's like, well, you should. T- I'll talk to him about it tonight. He's like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to talk to him about what you want to do down at the duck pond instead. Which is just so, which is so funny. I mean, because he didn't have to. He could have just said, "Let's go have just let's go have pie or let's go do something." It's just you know the duck pond. It's just kind of like saying, "Hey, want to go parking?" I mean, you don't really just throw that throw that out there immediately. At least yeah. that's yeah. Yep. So later they come out of the uh, grocery store. And um, and I say they, I'm talking about Barney and Andy, and they see Opie waiting in the same spot. And Barney says he'll give him advice. And Barney's advice is to jump out and say, here I am, you lucky girl. And so Opie does it. To <laughs> somebody. No, no pickup advice is ever going to start well with jump out. <laughs> jump out. Yeah. I mean, you know, the only jump out and it's even better if she's walking through a parking garage. Nope. That's really the best time to, to do this. Yeah. And then the um, and then so Opie does it to someone off screen and it's and he says it to Thelma Lou, who just Thelma Lou thinks it's so cute. And they go to get a soda. Barney storms off and Karen comes by and is missing Opie's. Opie just missing Opie being talking to her, but also Opie being interested in her. Being the it girl, she misses being the it girl. Yeah. Back at the jail, Barney comes in saying that Opie's being a pest and is hanging out with Thelma Lou all the time. I mean, this is really kind of one of those things where you're just kind of like, come on, he's eight. You can, um, you can, you you can suck it up for a few. Yeah, I also wish someone would say, well, what about uh, oh shoot, who was the name of the girl that works at the well, Juanita? Yeah, I was like, what about Juanita? I mean, we we're always we're you know it's like every other episode he's on the phone sweet talking Juanita. So yeah, I, the whole thing is just yeah, Maybe we, she's working doubles and doesn't have time for him. That may that may be fair. I don't know, but he's but basically, Andy says Opie has to be in bed by eight thirty, so that gives Barney the evenings to get Thelma Lou <laughs> back. I mean, this is like nobody should. Nobody, not even nobody's taking Barney seriously in this episode, as they should. The whole thing, he's just acting ridiculous. Totally. So on Saturday, Barney is straightening his tie and he's at the jail and he's saying he's going to spend the day with Thelma Lou. And then Opie comes in saying he's looking forward to spending the day with his new girl, Thelma Lou. And Barney's just like he storms off to get a cup of coffee, which actually that's probably the right thing to do is just to get out of there and let Andy take care of this and have this explanation with her. And Andy's, it's easy. All he's got to basically explain is, is that, yeah, she's not going to ride bikes with you or go watch shoot 'em up movies with you. You're, I mean, I, I don't think he's always going to have to go shopping with her and visit her mom. But, you know, Opie's not, there's eventually a point where Opie's not going to do, enjoy doing grown up things. Yeah. Andy handles this wonderfully. Yeah. 
And then Opie looks out the window, or Andy looks out the window, and he sees Karen. And he sends Opie on to go say hi to, uh, he sends Opie on. And outside the jail, Karen asks Opie if he wants to go to the cowboy movie, and then they're going to go ride bikes later. And so Opie goes into the jail and asks Andy to explain things to Thelma Lowe, and Andy says, yeah, I think I can do that. Karen and Opie walk off hand in hand, and we go to commercial. So cute. It is cute. So cute. Yeah. So in the epilogue, Andy and Barney are at the jail as Thelma Lou walks up and Barney, you know, always, always a man of great instincts, decides to play hard to get. He picks up the phone and acts like he's breaking a date with some girl named Sally and then or acts like he can't. He's not sure. And then the phone rings. So it's clear he's not on the phone. Thelma Lou smiles and tells Barney she's sorry he has plans because she was wanting to go to the duck pond. And then she leaves. And then Barney's just like sitting there stewing. And Andy says, we can ask Opie for tips since he got along so well with Thelma Lou. And we close. Uh, Thelma Lou is just such a wonderful character and so good for Barney. Yeah. She checks him in all the right ways. She checks him in all the right ways and doesn't get really get worked up about his silliness. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So any final thoughts? No, this is a fun episode. I agree. How many whistles would you give this? I'd give this one nine. You at nine? I'd give it. I give it a seven. Oh wow! Okay. No, I mean yeah. it's not bad. I mean I, I liked it. I just would give it a yeah, seven. Yeah, so get degrees. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcast. And if you think about it, subscribe. Next week we're doing a wife for Andy. Until then, Christopher, if you show up at my house with a snow cone. I'm not letting you in. Oh, I'll come in through the window.